Welcome to What's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today I'm gonna to give you an update on the Suzanne Morphew case. Suzanne is a 49-year-old woman from Colorado who was reported missing on Mother's Day Sunday, May the 10th. There has been a few developments in the case, but Suzanne has not been found yet. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, be sure to click that subscribe button below and click the all on the notification bell. Hit the like button if you support this video, and please share this out where you can. Now. Let's get into it. It's been over a week since Suzanne Morphew has been missing, and she was reported missing, like I mentioned, on Sunday, May the 10th. And it was reported that she went for a bike ride and never returned. But there has been a lot of twists and turns to the story. So I'm gonna give you some new updates and also go a little exploring in her neighborhood. Now on Friday, May 15th, Sheriff John Speezy did a press conference and talked a little bit about the investigation. There are a couple of things that really stood out to me. And I did talk about this in my live stream the other night, but here's what stood out. In the beginning, John Speezy says, Hi everybody, I want to thank everybody for coming today. As you know, Suzanne Morphew disappeared on. He stops and corrects himself and says, became a missing person on Sunday the 10th. Her investigation still remains top priority. Here's a clip. Hi everybody, I wanted to thank everybody for coming today. Um, as you know, Suzanne Morphew disappeared on, became a missing person on Sunday the 10th. Um, her investigation still remains the top priority of the Chaffee County Sheriff's Office, and it is a missing persons investigation. So right away, he was going to say that she disappeared on Sunday, May 10th, corrects himself, and says she was reported missing. I think that is an important piece to this investigation. He also talked about how they found personal items, plural. And in other articles, they said they found a personal item. But in this press conference, he said personal items belonging to Suzanne Morphew. He says, and I quote, in the area of County Road 225 and Highway 50, we did find items that we believe were personal items of Suzanne Morphew, and that launched a bigger search we had today, which included the full closure of Highway 50 in Monarch Pass. Here's a clip. Uh, yesterday afternoon, which is Thursday, in the area of County Road 225 and Highway 50, we did find inf uh, items that we believe were personal items of Suzanne Morphew, and that uh, launched a bigger search we uh, had today, which included the full closure of U.S. Highway 50 on Monarch Pass. Also, at the end of this press conference, they asked John about Suzanne's husband, Barry, and if he's cooperating. And this is what he said. Yes, he's been cooperative. At this point, we hope he continues to do so. Speaking of Barry Morphew, Barry released a video yesterday, which is Sunday, May the 17th, one week after Suzanne was reported missing. He says, oh, Suzanne, if anyone is out there and can hear this, that has you, and he just pauses and then says, please, we'll do whatever it takes to bring you back. We love you. We miss you. Your girls need you. No questions asked. However much they want, I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. I want you back so bad. And here's the actual clip. Oh, Suzanne, if anyone is out there that can hear this, that has you, please, we'll do whatever it takes to bring you back. We love you, we miss you, your girls need you. No questions asked. However much they want, I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. 
So it's a 25 second clip. And just an observation, this is very, very different than what we normally see, isn't it? We normally see an interview when someone goes missing and they're pleading on camera or they're talking about this missing person. And if we observe just in the case of Heidi Broussard who went missing in December, her fiance came on and they did an interview actually a few times and they asked a lot of questions and Shane Carey, which is her fiance, responded. Also we see in the Gannon Stout case, he went missing and was reported missing. And Letitia was seen on camera, although she did have her head turned, but she was being asked questions by the reporter as well, and she did the answers. So this is very, very different, this format. We don't know how many takes this actual video took, and no one is asking him questions. And before this video was out, he actually declined to make a public plea when asked by the local news station, and he said it was simply just too soon. So this is a very different dynamic. Seven days later, he's on making a plea. But this video is very intentional, and it looks almost like in a movie, you know, when you see like a ransom, an abduction, it's very much official, if that's even a term I could use in this. It's very careful. But the more info I gather, the more you know I'm going to dig. So let me know in the comments below your thoughts on that 25 second clip. Now, also on Sunday, May the 17th, the authorities are asking people to save video footage from the 8th of May to the 12th of May. And this was right from the Chafee County Sheriff's Office. It says, on Sunday, May 17th, members of the Pueblo County Sheriff's Office dive rescue team searched water sites in the area. As the investigation into the Suzanne Morphew's missing person case moves forward, Chafee County residents are being asked to preserve any and all video footage from devices such as ring doorbells, security cameras, game cameras, etc. from May 8th through May 12th. Citizens are only being asked to preserve the video at this time. Please do not send these videos to the sheriff's office or call the sheriff's office. As search areas are identified, investigators will contact residents in those locations to collect any camera footage with that May 8th to 12th window. Please do not call Chafee County Dispatch with questions. One of the most helpful ways the community can aid in the search of Suzanne Morphew is by preserving these recordings, said Chafee County Sheriff John Speezy. We are aware that some systems override video after several days and we want to ensure video remains available if needed. The Chafee County Sheriff's Office asked the public to continue to report any information about this case by calling 719-312-7530. Now here's the oddities that I see in the case. As soon as they put a missing persons report out there, there was absolutely no description of Suzanne's weight or height. They showed a picture of her, but no other descriptors. They didn't even give the description of the bike. So I find that super bizarre. Now, if they are asking the public for help, why no description of how much she weighs or how tall she is? Also, they're very, very careful in their wording, in my opinion, of the day she went missing because they're very careful saying that she was reported missing 
on Sunday, May the 10th, but didn't say that that was the actual day she went missing. There's some fancy footwork around that, I, I believe. Now, as for her bike, her nephew, Trevor Knoll, who is also the person who's doing a GoFundMe account, and I'll speak to that in a minute, he had said they found her bike the night she was reported missing. But again, no description of the bike, and he even said to encourage people to ask the sheriff's office what condition the bike was in. Now, still no confirmation officially from the authorities that that bike was found. They just said they can't comment, obviously, on it. So my question is, how can the public know what to look for if they don't know what to look for? And how can they report on that, right? They did say, though, she did have a helmet on and described the helmet, but again, no description of the bike. So let's take a little peek into the area where Suzanne lived and get some insight. Her little town she lived in is called Maysville. The population is only 135 people and it's just outside of Salida, Colorado. I got the name right this time. And Salida has a population of around 6,000 people. Now, right away when I look in the area, there are a lot of cabin rentals, it seems, and also a camping area just east to where Suzanne lives. And here is her house and where it's situated. She has a really gorgeous home. They bought it two years ago in 2018. Gorgeous piece of land. Now you can see that there's a road that leads right to the trails. So if you just go outside of her house, you can see it forks in a couple of areas, the road, but you it takes you to some trails. So I'm wondering if that's how she got started. She doesn't have to drive anywhere because there's trails right there, right? As I scroll over, you can see that there's pathways we don't know for sure where she went. Like I said, we don't even know if she actually did ride her bike or not, but reports are that she did ride her bike and you can see the pathways if you look close that it leads to right there. Now they also closed the highway off on Friday. They did reopen it as well, but they closed it on Highway 50 in Monarch Pass and they went and searched around. I also looked into, and I hate to talk about this, but I also did a search in the area to see the sex offenders, and there are a few around there as well. As I mentioned in a previous video as well, there is a $200,000 reward for the safe return of Suzanne, and the GoFundMe account that there is is at $29,912 as of the timing of this recording. So this actually seems really confusing, doesn't it? The lack of descriptions of her, the lack of descriptions of her bike, not knowing if it was actually Sunday that she was gone or if it was before. And her husband was away in Denver, according to sources, but it's not clear how long he was gone or why from my research. Now, they are asking for everyone to go into their video surveillance and check it out. What's interesting is they want to see from May 8th, which is two days before, which is the Friday before she was missing. So from the 8th to the 12th. So something strange is for sure going on. In my opinion, this is an abduction. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking that or something is more fishy going on. So let me know in the comments below what you think. Let me know what you think of Barry's video and all the hush-hush or confusing aspects of this case. 
Click the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.